0: All right, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Episode 210 coming to you live from the China National Convention Centre. Joining me here in Beijing uh, is Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. Firstly, g'day, mate. G'day, Trevor. It's been an interesting
1: week here in uh, Beijing. We're just actually, out the window, you'll be able to see the bird's nest where they had the uh, 2008 uh, yeah. Olympics. humble yeah. So... Uh, very historic city, Beijing.
0: And we should say this is the acoustic version of two Bikes talking tech yes. because I don't have the facility <laughs> or the peace of mind right now or the to, to find all of the stings and intros and stuff. So this is yeah. unplugged. Let's call it the unplugged it or acoustic unplugged. version. We'll, we'll put that in the title. But um, you know, it's a very interesting because this is this is a this is a real leap forward for Lenovo, trying to say, okay, we are going to bring the world's media to one place, and we're going to tell them everything everything there is to know about our. Kind of current lineup and different things. Now, I want to start. Well, actually, let's set the scene first. As you said, we're at the we're at the Olympic Park, and if you think of Sydney Olympic Park, this exactly the same here in Beijing. This this place used to be um, farmed, and and they literally built the entire Olympic. Centre, mm-hmm. so the, the main stadium, the athletic stadium, the building we're in was queue. for gymnastics and also the media centre. It's yeah. the original IBC, International Broadcast Centre, and it's now been converted into this convention centre. So it's a massive place, mm-hmm. and the queues to get in here were, yeah. and we've been to some big events, this was this was this action was packed, this was, probably you know, soldiers
1: the on the streets. I think it was probably one of the biggest I've seen in terms of like crowd wise. I think that, that uh, someone said there was more than 4,000 people here to, to, uh, to listen to the keynote. Yeah. And we've got to really mention the fact that this is Lenovo's first crack at tech world. This is their, what, they hopefully, what they're hopefully what hoping will be an annual event. Yep. And this is Lenovo's opportunity, I think, to really sort of put their mark in the tech world. They've been around for a long time, and this to me seems to be the first move in repositioning the brand. They've got a new logo, a range of exciting new products, which we'll talk about in a moment. But this is a way, I think, for Lenovo to say, right, pay attention to us, yep. we've got plenty of things to offer.
0: This is basically the number three tech company in the world. They're the number yep. one manufacturer and seller of PCs in the world. They are number three in tablets, in smartphones, because mm-hmm. they bought Motorola. They're, they're very, very big. And, mm-hmm. and we, I don't think in Australia, appreciate that, because in Australia they've pretty much been a commercial uh, enterprise. They've been selling to big business yep. and banks. You know, if you work in a bank or a stockbroking firm, you've probably got a Lenovo desktop mm-hmm. and monitors. But it was only last year that they launched their Consumer range in the Harvey yeah. Norman JB Hi Fi with the yoga product. So they're very young in Australia. It's a long journey ahead. But mm. let's talk about what we saw today. Um, you know, the big boss stands on stage, it was a very well organised keynote. Big boss's name, by the way, is Ying,
1: Ying Yan Jing. Yeah. YY. YY for yeah. short. For, for us. Affectionately known yes, as YY. For, yes, exactly. And, and
0: by the company as well. They call it yeah. Um Absolutely. There is a few products, legitimate products, that will reach Australian shores, we'll talk about. But I want to talk about the concepts first because. When you think of Apple, you think of the rumors about an Apple or a Samsung and the, what they're working on, they don't tell you about it. Yeah. T- Lenovo have stood here today and shown two products that are basically those back room, you know, behind closed door products that they're not going to see the light of day for at least 12 months, if not a lot more. More, more but than that, I think. they're yeah. basically saying, this is just what we're thinking because I think they want to be seen as innovative. The first one, a smartwatch. Now, I was a bit taken aback when they came on stage and said, oh, the smartwatch's biggest problem is it's got a small screen. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't think that's really its problem. I think that's, that's the absolute that's nature of it. it yeah. So what they've done is well, they've put kind of on the very start of the band... What looked like looked to Just me like a solar screen. panel, right? Yeah, looked, I thought it, looked, it was a solar looked like, panel.
1: like a little mini trackpad.
0: Yeah, so we were sitting there thinking, "What is it?" You thought it was a trackpad because yeah. we had we'd seen a picture of it before it came on stage, yeah. and then I thought it was like a solar panel, so I get you a bit of battery life. <laughs> that was what I thought <laughs> That's it was, right? <laughs> <idea, actually. laughs> exactly. That's a good idea. Thank you. So it actually turns out it's a second screen. Yeah. But it's not a LCD screen, you know, yeah. of one centimeter. It's this. It's probably a screen that is five millimeters. It's tiny because it's in way inside the watch. Yeah. Kind of refracted so it, it, around it,
1: through mirrors. It's meant to a virtual screen. It's a virtual and, screen. Did you try this? Did yes. you try it? Yeah, and I tried you, it too.
0: And you look into the... I mean, at the moment, you've got to look about five centimetres from your you face. You look like a goose doing like it. Like a Google Glass guy. Yeah. You've got to look right up and you can see a bigger picture, like a whole yeah. video. I watched a video yeah. in there.
1: It reminds me of... You know those those glasses you wear to simulate cinema, like a cinema screen? Yeah. Not quite as clear as that, but that's, that's kind of what they're going for. If you look sort of sideways into this little panel... You see, I think they showed me a picture of the bird's nest outside here, and you could see it. It wasn't it wasn't brilliantly sharp, but it's yeah. meant to be so that it looks like it's in focus. Like, you know, if you put your, your yeah, eye totally. really close to your watch, it's going to be out of, out of, out of focus. Right. But this is meant to be, give you a focused view of that image. And the
0: idea here is that because it's going to take so long to develop this idea... It, it will get better. So in two years from now, you will be able to hold it on a desk and look down at it and yeah. see more. But it's privacy because you can't see in it unless you're looking directly that's at it. Right, yeah. Now, the the birds... very big
1: on privacy here in Asia, don't really? you know? No. In China, no, no, no. Seriously, that's a big issue. Where especially where you know very crowded communities like crowded cities like China and Japan as well, mm. where people are sitting literally like sardine can on trains mm. and things like that. Yeah. Oh, I have heard this in the past. Like huh. privacy is a big issue where if someone can see your screen. That, that, that could yeah, bother some people yeah.
0: so the thing about the, you saw the bird's nest right you, it, it was like a uh, virtual reality tour you're standing there mm-hmm. I don't think they must have told you because the, the language barriers are an issue here but when you look into the watch and if you look around you're looking around the stadium so it's, ah, virtual, so it's a virtual reality it's yes, well. a virtual screen yeah yeah now so I saw that it was quite Absolutely. it was a very innovative product I quite Absolutely. Liked it no, I they, don't they, see a, a need for it yeah. but I like the idea that they've, yeah. they're working on it well they can do it I think that was the whole idea behind the
1: concept products and I'll, I'll go on to the next one in a second but this was an opportunity for Lenovo to say, look what we can do. Let's push the boundaries a little bit, and let's talk about the other product, which was the, the Smartcast smartphone. Mm. Now, this uh, outwardly looked like a normal phone. But a little bit chunky at the top. A little bit, but the, the, the addition to this product is that it's the first with a, a, a laser projector built in. Now everyone thinks, yeah, great, a projector. They pr- produce a tablet with a projector, but Which this is it's still very innovative. It is, right? it is. But this is totally different. And what I liked about it was the top of the product actually had a tw- had a twist swivel, so that the projector could be either pointing forward out of the out of the phone to a wall, or twisted down to be pointing in front of the device. Mm. So, and what it can do, it can pr- obviously project the screen that's on the phone, mm. but. The innovative part was that, that the projected screen is also interactive. So you can actually... It's, a, it's like a touchscreen. It
0: projects but, a touchscreen yeah, on any surface.
1: The, the, the great example they used, they, so they were playing the piano. They had a, like a, a famous pianist in here playing the piano, and they did actually demo a video where a woman was playing the piano projected from this Lenovo hmm. SmartCast phone. Now, imagine that potential. I, immediately, I thought, wouldn't it be great... What's one thing that stops you typing out a big long email or big long document on your phone? For me, it's not having a keyboard. Yeah. I'd rather do it on my laptop. And we've Seen these like short throw projection keyboards yeah. before? They they exist, so they've yeah. taken both those things. No, but imagine if you get it, that could be your keyboard. That's right. I would t- I'd type out, and it looked pretty accurate too. I would I would use that to type out a document if I had to.
0: So the thing was, and this is what was really interesting to me. They did the demo on stage, and some beautiful young penis stood there, and she did like chopsticks, right? Pianist, yeah, though, right? she was a piano player, yes. and uh, <laughs> she was beautiful young. P- piano player um, she, she was playing like chopsticks but really slowly So, yeah. duh, 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 yeah. duh, and I'm thinking oh yeah good yeah, it's not very good though is it <laughs> and then some bloody Mozart I- imitator <laughs> comes out the, the Asian Mozart yes. hits the floor, and he just smashes it. So it proved that it wasn't... Was he actually playing that, or was he Yes, so I had a go of it just earlier, and it's quite responsive. So if you like the idea of these things, just for interest's sake, I did some videos. So if you go on Twitter, at Trevor Long, I've done a video of both the concepts, so that you can see what they are. Because to be honest, the watch, I find very hard to explain. Mm. It is something you need to see to believe.
1: Well, it is like, do you really want to see a bigger screen? Just look at your phone. Like, well, how, how big do you want this screen to okay, be?
0: Okay, so I agree. Now, here's why. Here's why this is a good thing to be working on. Aren't we moving towards a time where we don't need smartphones? Yeah, maybe, So isn't the, isn't the concept that everything will get so small that it can all be on our wrist? Yeah. But this tiny, you know, two-inch screen is not, or one-inch screen is well, not big enough. What they should
1: do is combine the products, have a watch with a projector, And a phone, and do everything like that. Tech World 2016. 2018, yeah. uh, No pressure YY, but 2016, okay. There is one other little concept product I want to chat about, is the Smart Shoes. Did you see that? And they look like a normal pair of running shoes, but they've got like a digital display on the outside that scrolls all different information.
0: Which is, is, uh, in, in terms that I would normally use, that's answering the question that was never asked. Seriously. Who wants, a, who wants a pair of shoes with a digital display well, on it? But again, I think
1: that's uh, another, another look at we can do concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so they can wear, well, I don't think any of us predicted wearables would, well, would include shoes. Smart. We've seen smart everything. With smart shoes, that's, uh, that's not too bad. But I think the, it's an Internet of Things concept. So this is meant to be able to, another product that can share data with the cloud, with other products. So
0: basically, you don't need any other device. It's stuff. all
1: happening through your, yeah, through your phone. Like it, it can even display directions and everything on the yeah. shoes. So it's interesting little thing. And I think, look, a uh, 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 Nike and Adidas? Are they are they quietly panicking over the fact that Lenovo may be entering the, the shoe are market? The Chinese manufacturing capabilities? <laughs> I don't know, but...
0: It's, uh, they may be looking at that with interest. I don't think they'll be worried, but you never know yeah, in Lenovo. Um, so if, you, if you're interested in the watch or the, or the smartphone, we've both got that story up on uh, techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. I've got some videos on Twitter, at Trevor Long, and, Steve, and I've Stephen got a video has a, a story of the smart shoes too, techguide.com.au. And the other one, Stephen, that uh, I didn't try uh, over in the innovation hall, there's a smart mirror. Um, the re- the requirement to, to take part in the trial was to stand on a set of scales. That immediately, <laughs> I'm like, nah. I'm sorry, really? sorry, Mr. China. You know enough you about me. What's that going to do? Oh, so you, you give you a... and then and then you use your hand motion like an Xbox Connect to, to choose different things about like your right. body mass index and all. Look, I don't need to get <laughs> on a. Pe- I don't you need a smart mirror. Smart mirror is just going to go. You're fat. I mean, I don't yes. need to know that. Okay. They no,
1: would have said, said it a in dumb mirror said in <laughs> Chinese <laughs> for a start. So you wouldn't have understood it, but <laughs> I think it's meant to be obviously one of those health, uh, connected yes. health products, yes. yeah. so they can say, well, you know what, maybe less, maybe less meat pies, more <laughs> than
0: vegetables. Here, yeah, <laughs> meat, meat pie and pizza combined. Did you see that from Pizza Hut? Yes. Anyway, sir. that's the EFTM as well. It's anyway, you're listening day. to Two by Talking Tech, episode 210. So let's move on in this unplugged acoustic version to the actual products that we yes. may and, and should actually going to see. Soon. Yes, yeah, in, yeah. in Australia, because there's actually a lot of products here. Like they, they release a smartphone that's got an excellent camera on it. That's, that's, I don't think that's going to come to Australia. It's a Lenovo branded uh, thing.
1: The, what was it called? The, the Vibe Shot. Yes. Um,
0: but there's a couple of uh, couple of things. So firstly, the tablet, the uh, ThinkPad 10. Uh, it's a 10-inch tablet, right? Yes. It's not actually, you know, mind-blowing stuff, but Ooh. what it does to me, and, and they've also got a stylus included. It, it rigs to me of being great competition for the Surface 3. Yes. Um, you know, it's, it's it's everything getting ready for Windows 10. They've I
1: think it's going to knock I don't think they're going to release it to Windows 10. It'll no, come preloaded it with Windows.
0: Microsoft 10. CEO is here because this is yeah. this is important. Satya, Satya Nadella.
1: That's Nadella's name. Nadella, <laughs> not Nutella. <laughs> the spread. The,
0: uh, <laughs> it's it's you know it's it's critical. This is I mean, Lenovo's the biggest PC maker in the world, so yeah, Microsoft's going to come to. Their event right of course so a 10 inch windows 10 tablet um this is an important thing for windows 10 because it's meant to be the next big thing after the not failure but the the dismal success of windows 8 um it, it, there's nothing mind-blowing about it in terms of specs i'll be honest oh, it's it, got all the connectivity options
1: like you know usb and, 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 and ac connection yes too. it has but it's also got a range of accessories and it's got a smart keyboard and a dock Just, so it, it is it is a flavor of the surface pro 3 type of product so yep. meant to be Fully fledged tablet that's a, that's a work device as well as being a laptop replacement, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. interesting right, so that, one. That's, that's the i. That was the ThinkPad 10. 10. But the two, the two new laptops that they announced, the two sort of top of the line ones, were the L the uh, Y Y four one. Y- the, the, no, Z-4-1. Z-4-1 and a Z-5-1. So there's a 14-inch... It's tricky, inch
0: isn't it? 15 14, reversed and 14 reversed for the 14, inches. that's right.
1: Well, 4 for 14, 5-1 and the 15 inch. And These are meant to be multi Do you think there's dyslexic in the naming department? Maybe. I don't know who's doing that. With the greatest respect of the naming department. Yes. We'll, uh, we'll talk about our directions to Seven Eleven later on in the program. <laughs> but... Um, there was uh, <laughs> these
0: two these two products no, I and have they... to tell them, sorry Stephen, but Stephen was at the hotel, and uh, he asked the uh, concierge for directions to the seven eleven and uh, he was he was strictly told Stephen, he said, he yes. was, he said to go right, right, and then left <laughs> so, and, uh, and let 's be clear, those directions worked perfectly
1: that, well, that is exactly what came out of his mouth, yeah. and they were correct and i 'll got to seven eleven very shortly, but we, we digress slightly the uh, the laptops I think uh, these are designed to be Part multimedia, part regular laptop. So it's for people who create content, consume content on the go. The IdeaPad One Hundred is a, the entry level, bare bones product that looks pretty good. It's going to be priced, I think, at about three hundred ninety nine dollars Australian dollars. And for what you're getting, this is obviously meant for an entry level, you know, consumer who just just wants the basics. That is pretty competitive, and it looks it's sort of punching above its weight in terms of design and, and the features on board.
0: So the thing I thought about it was, and I actually, I was on the bus this morning and we had Matt and we had Nick Reynolds, you know, execs from Lenovo Australia, yeah. and I, I was writing the story on the bus and I, and I reached across and I said, listen, Matt, just let me understand, this is a well spec laptop, are we basically talking, it's not as light and thin as your Yogas and your, and your X1s, and essentially is. that's, no, but it's two kilos, well, right? It's two, it's kilos, a right? Chunkier, it's two yeah. kilos, so it's, it's double the weight of a, of a solid, high-performing laptop from yeah. them, a flag shop, flagship product, it's a bit chunkier, and that's essentially all you're giving up, mm-hmm. um, because you've still got the same power options, but remember, you, you've got to spec it up, that, those are starting prices, when you put the i7 in, oh, when course, you put yeah. the terabyte and in. And same with, same
1: with the, uh, the other, the multimedia laptops as well, you know, they, they do they do have have obviously, they are designed with faster processors and graphics and all that in- yeah. involved as well, but you can spec
0: the hell out of them as well. You know, you know what else those laptops have got as an option, and so it's not in every one, is the 3D RealSense, uh, Real sense which yes. Intel spent a bit of time talking about yeah, today. Um, oh, mate, I they had a demo here, but I don't think, to be honest, my feedback to them is they could have demoed stuff a lot better because it was just standing there. You're like, yeah, yeah. you know, I didn't know what to do. But so I'm standing in front of a laptop, okay, and the laptop has two cameras instead of one up the top. You know, yeah. where your normal webcam is. Human eye. Correct, yeah. left and right, and then I'm able to play a game. I was playing like a Space Invader style game where by moving my head from left to right, I was moving the the, the spaceship yeah. away from you know obstacles, yep. and then I was able to use my hand to move which which spaceship I was going to fire at, and clinch your hand to fire. So it was all it was like bringing Xbox Connect or PlayStation. Yeah a move to a laptop. I actually think that's mind-blowing to think that you can have three D, um, you know, motion sensing technology in a laptop. Is actually a really Look, big, big what, thing what for gaming. Me, and,
1: and like one of the bosses of Intel was here. His name escapes me at the moment, but he did a really good Brian. Where yeah, Brian. He he did a great thing though, was, though, where he he his face was scanned in because like yes. the camera does a good scan, like three sixty degree scan, yeah. and then it allowed him then to be become an animated character. So it took his lip movements you know, and I became I'm an a, ogre and and yeah. all his and then he became a pug dog yeah, and all his movements... That's really smart. But also, too, they're saying that Windows 10 will, will utilize that that feature to unlock your computer. So yes. no need for a password, no need for anything, fingerprint scanner. You just look at the computer. It will read your face, the 3D image of your yeah. face, and unlock.
0: Now, I had a Lenovo laptop four years ago that used image recognition to unlap- so, unlock. So exactly the same thing. It took a photo and, and made sure it was you. There was a lot of controversy that you could hold up a photo, right? Now, here's my controversy around the 3D um, login. Yep, okay, so it's taking a 3D scan. But they also spent time showing us that they could do 3D scans of people and 3D print them. Yep. So what's to stop me doing a 3D scan of Stephen Fennig, making a life-size model of Stephen Fennig's head and logging onto his laptop using that, that technology? sounds like the plot of the next James Bond movie. Wow. Interesting. Well, yeah. What's to stop you,
1: me, holding a gun to your back and saying, yeah. unlock your computer yeah. now, yeah. or you're dead? Well, and,
0: and you know what, actually... You, you can't actually, you can't type the password wrong because your ugly mug's going to be there no matter what. Yeah, that's right. So under that's under right. GRS. Unreal, Now yeah. the last one that's probably really really the streaming device. Uh, oh no, yes, a good point. The the, uh, the Lenovo Cast. Don't forget the, the,
1: the cast. It's yes, a puck. Looks like a hockey
0: puck. We're leaving the Moto till uh, to lucky last, but yeah, the hockey puck, seven seven uh, centimeters in diameter, one point five centimeters thickness. It's a round Think Apple of it TV. like a round Apple TV yeah. exactly. But ho- it looks like a hockey puck. But more Chromecast than Apple TV yes. in terms of functionality. Well, you need, you need to use it with an Android device. Uh, there will be apps that, and stuff that will work on yeah. iOS and Windows Phone, but they need to be DLNA en- enabled, they yeah. need to be mirror cast. So, frankly, it's not a general consumer product from my point of view. And Apple TV is plug and play, a Chromecast is reasonably simple. Yeah. The issue for this product will be, it's going to be 49 bucks in the States, probably, let's call it 69 here. So, it's, yeah. it's po- more expensive than a Chromecast. They need to prove that it's more feature-rich than a Chromecast, and I'm not okay. sure that's going to be easy for It'll them. It'll be cheaper than Apple TV. Yeah. But it makes sense they release a product like this. because look, look at the breadth of their
1: of their range. They've got computers, they've got tablets, that, you know, Motorola phones. Soon, you possibly Lenovo
0: phones, la- laptops. The that, content laptops will have a button on them, which is yeah. basically a Lenovo Cast, and you'll yeah. be able to put your big screen on there, and then you bring it up I mean, Netflix on your computer. Yeah. Dunski. they did a good demo too with uh, Cortana and
1: and their Reach It software. So Cortana is Microsoft's digital assistant. Yep. Reach It is
0: Lenovo's way of accessing your content across devices. And, and the, but they, the, the the benefit of Reach It is um, you can type. So let's just separate them for a moment but you can with reach it you can type um you know photos from my trip to the museum and it will find them and what they've done is they've turned cortana which can interpret your voice to allow you to use those searches it was an interesting demo the guy said oh look
1: um find the photos that i took in italy and it found all the photos taken. So, obviously, had the photos had geolocation. And then the, the other guy, the guy asked, uh, open the presentation that I, I worked on at Starbucks. Because well, it, it, it detected a save, a save event while he was at Starbucks. So, that's a really quick way of getting to and, your and, files. And to, and to break that down, that's pretty complicated. And that's all he, he had, had to, to say, about about right. by the way, too. He didn't that's have to
0: right. say, hey, hi, Cortana, and make a big deal nah. about it. He he just said, find the files I did so, at Starbucks. So let's break that down. He said, um, you know, find me the file, find me the PowerPoint I was working on at Starbucks last Thursday. It act- Cortana quickly goes, okay, where's his diary? What when was he at Starbucks on Thursday? If it doesn't show that, then it'll look for a geolocation that uh, that reverse reverse checks with the Starbucks location, and then it checks for files yeah. at that exact same time. I mean, it's a lot of work going yeah. on in a short space of time. That, that was smart. That's Star Trek stuff. That, that's 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 really
1: advancing the You'd whole. be more excited for Star Wars stuff. Wouldn't well, you? yeah. Well, Star. There was similar kind of uh, use with their main computer on the ship and everything right. but anyway, but you know, it just but it's another step down the road where it's changing the way we interact with our products, and I think that's, that's kind of another reason those concept products were so interesting as well. It changes the way we use them and interact with them. That, I think, is the key moving forward here. And it was interesting. I was just in a briefing with YY earlier. You and your mate YY. Me and my mate YY. And he, does he call you SF? No, nah, he does, actually, well, yeah. Just Bunny. No, nah, SF. Hey, Bunny. But he said uh, his he's very interesting point. Someone asked the question, look, what do you need to do to be like Apple and Samsung, and what do they need to do to be like you? That's a great very question. interesting question. And the answer he gave was, was really clever. He said, well, look, no one's got a copyright on innovation. Innovation is anyone's game. And he said that that is, that is the key. We, we're a very efficient company, but we're, we've got a large number of products, and, but innovation is our game. And he said, the only thing that I would, would, we need to work on is our brand. The brand of Lenovo is obviously not as recognizable and strong as, say, your Apples and Samsungs. Mm. So that's kind of what he said going in. Which our is brand why they've the invested logo. a bucket load in this new logo. And, and that's right. The whole, the new logo and the whole approach to Lenovo being this, this, this cool and hip brand. You'll notice in the audience today a lot of people wearing the white t-shirts. Fans, they were- fans. They were literally fanboys and girls who were in the audience because they had a following on social media. Mm. They were fans of certain products. So here's Lenovo's way in. Uh, calling someone an Apple fanboy is kind of can be can be offensive to some people. Yeah. Here these people proudly pro- proclaimed they're a Lenovo fanboy, fangirl. That was the whole front of the arena was all full of these people wearing their white T shirts. Yeah. That's the sort of approach Lenovo's building with their users, with their customers and their or well, they're now called their fans. I think you're gonna see a lot of these influences at that age. And you think about it, who who's who's the you, you you know apart from you and me on the radio, a lot of people who ask for advice, they ask younger people for advice right. no,
0: what, what, what the, the nerdy nephew them is I call
1: I call. Them, yeah. so that 's a really smart strategy and're and they're not they 're not going to match Apple and Samsung for dollars, nowhere near it in terms of in fact they 're intentionally not yeah they 're only going digital uh, social so big push on social media that 's where these influencers play so really interesting how they 've really thought out their strategy to build up their brand build up their fan base, literally their fan base, who become their customer base, and uh, that's how they're going to move forward. So this whole thing has been, I think, a, a great first attempt. There were some little couple of teething problems early on, trying to get into the arena, various doorways, and people were saying, no, you've got to
0: go here and there. Very Not angry, military-looking men. Yeah, but but look, no the, 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 pretty, last pretty thing, the last thing we have to talk about that was uh, announced here was Moto Maker. Now, the reason yeah. that's important here is because Moto Maker was Motorola's really cool approach to personalising your phone. They had this great phone, and they allowed you in America to, to build a phone on the internet. It was actually uh, built in America and shipped to you within seven days four or four days, four days four in America. Days, yes. uh, and, and so you could you know, change the color, do everything to the phone. It would come to you personalized. You could even have your name etched on the back. Four days, delivered to you. Not available outside of America. Well, hello, Lenovo now owns Motorola. They're massive in China, and they've probably just built a simple little add-on to a factory and gone, by the way... We're now shipping that anywhere in China yeah. seven it's days. The Moto X phone, the five point two inch screen, yep. beautiful and, phone. Uh, and
1: we'll, and, we'll, and your we'll, mail is well, our mail is that. Uh, well, my mail is that, and I've written this on Tech Guide is that it's coming to Australia. That that was uh, confirmed by one of the Aussie executives that it's a matter of time before it comes to
0: Australia. And that makes so, sense now because shipping it from Austin, Texas, or somewhere is a, is a much bigger and probably more expensive deal than going. Do China. you know what? Just ship it FedEx from China. Yeah. Well, well, we'll Lenovo
1: uh, today, if you if you spec up a laptop today like configure-to-order, they call it, CTO, It will from the time you order to build and delivery is nine days. They can turn around a laptop in nine days. So one would imagine a phone could be turned around a lot
0: quicker Isn't than that. interesting. It used to be 10 years ago, 8 years ago, 7 years ago, that was all Dell's game. Dell was the only company doing... Everyone else was just shipping product out the door and trying to sell it, like cars. Dell was doing you want it we build it you get it now everyone's doing that
1: it's very smart and and you look at the smartphone market it's you you start to look at they're looking a little bit the same, and, and if you don't like the colours, then that's, that's bad luck. So here, at least Motorola are trying to give people... Uh, and look, smartphones are a, a, great, a great way to, for people to express themselves. It's a bit of a fashion statement for people. It's a personal device, very personal product that they want to spec to their own taste and style.
0: A big event here, Lenovo Tech World in Beijing at the China National Convention Centre. Uh, unbelievable event, and uh, well done by Lenovo. A lot of work to do for uh, another one next year, and uh, hopefully we'll be back to bring you more on that. We are listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. We do it each and every week. Thanks to the good people at Netgear, you for all their products. And, of course, the Arlo Smart Home Security Camera System is the uh, bee's knees of uh, security camera systems. I've been getting alerts all week while I've been in China. My wife keeps coming into my office. Every time she does, I ring her and say, what are you doing? Because I get an alert. <laughs> I get an alert on my phone and an email that says, you know, there's been motion detected in your studio and it shows me a screenshot and I can then download the video or open the app to see the last 40 seconds of, of motion and I can see what's happening. Uh, my wife knows about it. She gets pretty freaked out about it, but so goes life. But that could be you while you're on holidays. It could be you while you're at work. It could be you anywhere. Uh, monitoring your home, getting alerts at the right time a day you don't get alerts all day because you set uh periods that you want it to be monitored a fantastic product the only 100 wire free security camera solution you can buy only from netgear check it out at netgear.com.au now um, i came here from shanghai i spent two days in shanghai um, at the consumer electronics show asia now, Stephen, you've been to CES Las Vegas nine, ten times? Eleven times. Um, it's See, the number seems to go up every time I ask you. It goes up every year. <laughs> Funny that. Funny that. <laughs> and, and so I've been, I've been three or four times, and it's an unbelievable show. It's yes. huge. Massive. And the way I approach CES Las Vegas is I quickly walk around one of the halls to kind of get a sense. That quick walk takes half a day, yeah. and then you go back and find the detail. Yep. Stephen, I did a quick walk through... <laughs> It took me sure. half an hour, okay? <laughs> well, it was a very go, small man. show. Um, it was actually, so, and, and for anyone that might have listened to us over the years, it's like the North Hall of CES yeah. Las Vegas, but smaller. Because it's only the, it's basically the car companies and a few big brands. But no Samsung, no Sony, no LG, yeah. because they've got nothing to announce. Yeah. They've done CES, they've done Mobile World Congress. So, yeah. it's a very and interesting they're one. Up,
1: they're coming up to IFA. IFA's in um, early, late August, early September. That's so, another big one. you know,
0: there's a... There's a bit of work to do there for that, but you know, huge crowds, 20,000 people came. It was well attended, it was a great event. It just lacked the big brands, but there was a good stuff there. I came over with Ford and it was kinda of like Mobile World Congress, what are you gonna show me? It's a car company. Um, and they didn't repeat Mobile World Congress, which was good. Um, the, the one thing I really liked was they were talking about parking, and this is cool. So imagine uh, two types of parking scenarios they showed. The valet, so they're talking about remote control valet. So instead of talking about autonomous cars, which they're working on, they're saying, what about those circumstances where the, the car's in the wrong spot and, and it would be more efficient if it was over there? Or in a valet parking sense, the person's here now, can't bring up the car. Valet's got to walk down, he's got to bring the car back, all that work. They're saying if cars were remote controllable, the valet would just sit behind a PlayStation-style steering wheel and bring the car up. You, you could order or you could make a, make a request on an app to have your car move from one place to another mm-hmm. and someone in a remote call centre could move it for you. Yeah. Go get the car-sharing service in Sydney, for example. There's a car sitting in our but it's actually never going to get used because the people that are currently normally using it are actually gone on holidays. It'd be better placed in Willoughby, so the car could be moved. So remote control of vehicles an interesting trial, but the one that I like most, your car, my car, every car these days basically has sensors. You know, beep, 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 you're getting close to the wall. Or self-parking, you know, it can see a car spot and it can actually reverse itself. They reckon that if every car with those sensors was enabled to constantly have them on, always looking, Mm -hmm. then the data could be pulled together to create a parking map. So I've got a little Ford, I've just left my Westfield, and I'm leaving Westfield, so I don't want a car space. But as I'm cruising slowly through the car park to get out, my car goes, there's a spot, there's a spot, there's a spot, and sends that data onto the internet. And, you know, Stephen Fenwick who's the about to get to Westfield, yeah. he's going, oh, should I go in here? Beep, bit go in there because there's 10 spots. Brilliant. So sh- sh- uh, crowdsourcing I, data I, I, I is such a that.
1: cool idea. That is
0: cool. <laughs> I do approve of that. Boom,
1: stand but uh, I, I saw some of their other announcement too, and they were, they were talking about um, the the driver sharing, the car sharing. They're going to introduce, I think they're going to introduce go drive in the in and stuff. And like, and they've and got and launched it launched in the UK. I like, like, you know, like, oh, like the Bangalore example where the, people can't necessarily afford a car. Or maybe need one full time, but they're going to roll that in just so they can have access to a car. Yeah. Um, the other, the other that, announcement.
0: That, that's, again, it's about data, right? Because yeah. they'll know more about where cars are going, yeah. how they're used, and they can better build a network in the future. So they're all thinking about the future. It's very interesting
1: in terms of safety as well. Though they, they had a new a new service that could actually, if say in the in a collision event they call it, where the crash, the uh, the, the airbag is deployed. Yeah. Uh, impacts are detected maybe in a couple of spots, that it automatically sends a, uh, a call to uh, to the authorities to, yeah. to warn them oh, that there's been an accident uh, and then sends them the location. Uh, so that way, within seconds that the of, of the collision or the accident, that, that information is sent straight away. without. Uh, that's, what a great safety feature. Yeah. That, that could literally save lives, that little yep, feature.
0: No, it was good stuff. I quite enjoyed uh, what they put on. And, and the only other thing I'd say, I put a story up on EFTM about this thing, Stephen. It would have been been an utter disappointment if I'd went to a CES and didn't find something quirky. I found a robot kitchen. So it's not the Jetsons, it's not a robot that walks around. Poor Rosie from the Jetsons, she's only got arms in this scenario. The arms reach out of the, the wall of the kitchen and the arms cut everything up, make it, Stir it, do everything, and the idea is that you get like Gordon Ramsay has a recipe rather than just listing the ingredients. It actually kind of records how many times he stirs, how many times oh, he shakes oh. it, and the robot well, does exactly it. the same yeah, thing. I saw
1: your little video yeah, actually; that's good. <laughs> so one, that's other thing, cool. uh, one other thing, one thing from Ford was the My Energy Lifestyle. Yeah, so China, it's, kind of, yeah. it's kind of like the—is uh, that
0: similar to what Tesla did with their with the Energy Wall? Sort well, of. No. So what my, to my Energy Lifestyle is, it's bringing together Hire and a couple, a uh, uh, solar panel company and a few other companies together to say we want to give consumers the option to save money and save their energy consumption and if you work together with all these companies you can get discounts and you can get a kind of holistic solution so you can get a car that's more efficient and an air conditioner that's more efficient you can get energy panels and what they want to do is have families and households approach this on a kind of overall basis so that you're taking a huge leap into cutting your bills Mm. and cutting your energy consumption. It's a good idea.
1: Some some of the savings they're talking about, like 63% energy saving costs, 40% drop in electricity, 69% fall in gasoline bills, 45% drop in CO2 emissions. So,
0: their uh, hearts Which in the is, right place, um, I think As we right. look out the window, um, yeah. the skyline is magnificent, if not shrouded in smog. So it's a pretty yeah. important. Although this thing is a clear
1: day compared to the other the yeah. past few days. Yeah, it is.
0: So that was uh, that was my experience at CS in, in Asian S, Stephen. Before we wrap up, and there'll be no minute reviews today, people. So don't don't hang on for that. If you if you're re- hanging on for the minute reviews, just tune out. Okay, because <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, but Stephen, I'm worried for you, mate. Yeah, I'm really worried. I was on Tech Guide earlier this week, and I was thinking about your home theatre. It's beautiful. You've got got discs. You've got discs everywhere. You've got a 4K projector. And they've just announced 4K Blu-ray. Stephen, it's going to cost you about $6 million to replace your live. 4K, yes. Well, Ultra HD Blu-ray, uh,
1: Blu-ray Disc Association has signed off on the spec- what a Great association. Well, they've uh, signed it off, so we are. Like, you think of the number of people who are buying 4K TVs, Ultra HD TVs. They make up more than 50 percent of new TVs. Really an option not to anymore. Well, that's it? exactly right. So now, one of the problems was not enough content to showcase those extra pixels. We're talking eight million pixels, four times HD. Well, by Christmas time, we're going to see the first Ultra HD Blu-ray films and players of course. So uh, the discs are going to have the capacity to store between 66 gig and more than 100 gig on dual and triple layer discs. Because that's a problem with you. It's not It's all about capacity. It's all about the size of the file, which obviously having four times resolution to HD is going to be possibly four times as big a file. Yeah. So here is this uh, the new disc technology. They've also, if you look on Tech Guide, there's a new symbol as well. It's going to be different to the Blu-ray symbol. It's the Ultra HD Blu-ray. And uh, players and movies should start appearing before Christmas. I think. The bottom line is you need new new discs you and new disc player. You need a new disc player but that'll be uh, backwards compatible so it'll play your existing Blu-rays as well as your DVDs. Now... I'm not going to replace my entire collection, mate. I'm not. we will replace and you, your Star Wars collection. Well, if that is on Ultra HD, absolutely. But you've seen a Blu-ray that's been upscaled.
0: And this, let's let's make, let's make digress quickly. Yes. This is the reason. Now, I love your high sense and TCL, but the reason to buy a Sony TV or a Samsung TV is because they invest in the software, the chips inside the TV that take a Blu-ray and make it Ultra High Definition. That or even right. take a DVD and make it, you know. Well, it does a lot of work upscaling.
1: I do have the Sony 4K projection. And you've seen this? Well, I think I put in what did I put on for you? Oblivion with Tom that Tom Cruise movie oh, okay. that's set in the future. Mark, Mark. Weird yeah. Mars bar. Well, Mars bar. <laughs> he was on Earth, Mars but in the future. Man, man. Oh, right, but really? uh, what? What? Geez, what if that's what, the future. I'm checking out. You can you can testify to the fact how good it looks. It, it upscaled it beautifully. So there may not be a need to to upgrade to everything. But look, put it this way, everything new from now on, I'm you know, I'm not gonna not gonna go Blu-ray. I've got to go Ultra HD. So that's that's, the bottom line that's going to cost me a ton.
0: That's the news for for Blu-ray Ultra HD fans and Ultra HD uh, TV owners. That has been episode 210 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. Netgear Netgear.com today, as I say. Stephen, what a magnificent venue. What an uh, amazing week. Um, And... Go Queensland yeah that's all right we <laughs> we managed that ride to the we end. managed to find a bar in uh, in the San
1: Lutan district of uh, of Beijing and and we both
0: used uber to get there that's right up.
1: yes we did but uh, yeah one point lost to the Blues they'll be back two more games to go but you know I, I think desperately hate off. for you to lose that one in a row winning streak. yeah good on you <laughs> we' we'll, uh, we should sign off with uh, a little bit of Chinese the only Chinese we know which is shei which Xie. Xie. is thank you thank you and uh,
0: we should have done this at the start. Yeah, sure. ni-, ni-, ni hao, which is hello. I'm not going to edit it back into the top, just so I you know. But so if you're, just, if you're still listening right at the end, ni hao, that should be at the start. Um, they love their kites here in Beijing too, yeah, don't they? Bloody yeah, hell. All right, we'll be back next week, uh, bigger and better. Uh, well, not, I'll, I'll, be, I'll probably be speaker because I do eat a lot when I'm on, <laughs> when I'm on uh, junkets. So back to you. Uh, great to have your company. We'll be back next week too, Bikes Talking Tech. You can follow Stephen on Twitter at Stephen Fennec with a PH, and I'm on Twitter at Trevor Long. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.